Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Welcome in, Wednesday edition, Wednesday before Christmas edition of Three Dudes with a View. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. You're listening to Three Dudes with a View on WKOM FM 101.7. You can uh, Twitter us at, 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 there two, Kennedy Broadcasting has two radio stations, WKOM and WKRM. You can Twitter us at, at WKOM, WKRM, dot, no, not dot anything. Let me start over. At WKOM, WKRM is our Twitter address, and we'd love to hear from you with any comments you have. Dude number two, Mr. Clayton Harris, how you doing? I'm doing well, Doug. I think the proper term is Twitter handle. Twitter handle, all right. <laughs> We've got some mic on The Twitter us was weird, Doug. That, that oh. call was a little weird. However you called it. Whatever it is. Yeah, well, that's, I'm learning Twitter. We've, we've got a mic open somewhere. we got to cut the volume down on the phone. That's, I think that's what we're There we go. On. Here we go. I think we're good. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, what's up? Good morning, Dale. Cold this morning, man, and getting colder. And going to get colder, y'all. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't recall. Uh, I mean, we've, we've had single-digit weather before. But I don't recall single-digit weather with winds 20 to 40 miles an hour, ever. I, it, yeah, that's going to be a little tough. Yeah, and uh, that wind will find a way in any crack you've got and freeze your pipes in a minute. Uh, we'll see. We get up Wednesday morning, we'll know we'll have gotten through the worst. I mean, Friday morning, excuse me. Get up Friday morning, I think it looks like we'll have gotten through the worst of it anyway. The new low is one now. Oh, wow. I mean, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> Regular special guest dude on Wednesdays and Thursdays, Debbie Matthews, how you doing? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Sorry I'm not in the studio this morning. I have to Zoom today, but so good to be here. Great to have you. All right, and we've got a couple of uh, very special guests um, and uh, first of all, I'll introduce the Reverend Demetrius Nelson, who is a friend of this station. Uh, we have him on fairly often and uh, enjoy doing that every time we do. Good morning, Brother Nelson. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody doing this morning? Doing all right. Doing well. Doing, well. doing good. Good. And he has with him his daughter, Alexis Nelson. She is a senior at University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. Good morning, Alexis. Good morning. Great to have you. All right. Well, we're going to be, I think, just all things Christmas today. Um, and uh, Brother Nelson, I think what you were talking about when you came in is an amazing program called Room at the End that uh, West Seventh 
uh, Street Church Christ, your church is involved in, as well as some other Christian communities around the community. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, so um, I've got, of course, my daughter here with me, Alexis, and um, she has been helping uh, register families and getting families uh, plugged in. So on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the day after Christmas, we are actually um, putting 44 homeless families into the Richland Inn, paying for their hotel stays, delivering meals every day. Uh, we've been registering folks uh, for over a month now and preparing for this. So every child will get uh, new shoes. They will get uh, gifts as well from a list that they provided for us. Every person is 91 people, 95 people that are being served. Everyone's going to get a new coat. And then even as they leave, um, they'll get $180 in gift cards, uh, restaurants, Kroger, and uh, local uh, local food establishments. And so we're excited. And, of course, obviously, um, by God's providence, that um, this is some of the coldest days uh, in our area. And so these families are going to have uh, a warm place to stay and meals on some of the coldest days. So we're, we're grateful that God really aligned us uh, to be able to do this. Of course, as you mentioned, West Seventh uh, has partnered with us. We've tried to be intentional about working together uh, within our faith community and at least uh, black and white and uh, people from different backgrounds and really crossing those boundaries and borders. And so um, so they partner with us. So they volunteer, they give, they serve uh, along with uh, along with uh, us at Carmack. And of course, uh, we started actually this uh, this project um several years ago uh but we just recently brought it to columbia um and uh so we're excited proud and uh i'm glad my daughter um is on the front lines as well registering people calling people fielding calls and so we even we're at a waiting list right now from folks who may not show up that uh that will be able to uh, go down the waiting list and uh bring some folks on so that's amazing so you've you partnered with the west 7th street church crisis yeah yeah, that's right. That's right. So, uh, so we we actually have done several things together. I, I preached there. We we've kind of switched pulpits. Uh, Randy Owens and myself, and so he came to preach for me, and I went to preach there. Um, and we've done some other things. And, and honestly, it is an intentional um, intentional effort for us to do things together and to be better neighbors. And so we're you know we're maybe a mile away from one another, and really right. you both, know. both downtown downtown Columbia. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's right. Exactly. And so, you know, we actually got together several years ago, had a meeting uh, and talked about, hey, what can we do to work together better at, uh, at being a predominantly black church, a predominantly white church? And uh, how can we do some things together? And so this was uh, we would all, we, Carmack had already started this project, but they were like, you know what, can we partner with you on that? And so they came alongside and uh, and it's been a great, a great, uh, a great partnership. So, yeah. That is absolutely amazing, Alexis. What, uh, where are, are are these folks from uh, the Columbia area, or more? Yes, the majority of the people are from Columbia. Um, some of the people have came in from out of town, like they have different um, numbers, so I can tell like they're not from Columbia. But yeah, the majority are in the Columbia area looking for help. Wow, how's it been to work with them? Um, it's been good, but sometimes it can be a little saddening just because of the influx of people that really need help. Because, like, we finished our uh, capacity about a week and a half in, and people have still been calling and needing help. And it's just, like, 
kind of crazy how many people are out there um, homeless and needing help in Colombia. Yeah, that's I, I, I will say uh, your numbers surprise me that uh, and uh, that's not in a good way. I, mm-hmm. That's that's a lot of people uh, who are homeless in the Columbia area more than I perceived. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been interesting, you know, and uh, I think the way that people maybe understand homelessness, you know, you may be living with someone, uh, you know, kind of in between, but, but you are technically homeless because you don't have a place to stay. And so, um, one of the one of the neat things that has come out of this this uh, this effort and outreach is that um, a family last year that we were able to help and to move into permanent housing uh, because they were just a little bit short of uh, of a deposit for an apartment. And so we were able to pay for the deposit and get them into an apartment, them and their family. And so that's always great. Um, you know, that makes you feel good, you know, to help people move from here. They connected with us and said, hey, you know, we have a resource connection with a local church. And then we we're able to help them in order to move into permanent housing. So that that's those are neat stories and uh, the way God shows up amazing ways. Wow. That is that is amazing. Uh, and uh, it's a blessing to all of this community. Uh, in and around Columbia, Tennessee, and Murray County. Miss York, Clayton, Debbie? Miss York? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, Reverend Nelson. Yeah, Reverend, yeah, Reverend Nelson, uh, you know, there's a homeless problem, you know, all over the nation in, in major large cities, but not, we don't hear that much about small cities like Columbia. Uh, have there been any, uh, landlords that have rental property that kind of reached out and say, well, I've got a number of units and I can spare one or two units to help uh, bridge the gap between the homeless and the programs that you're doing, which is a wonderful program. Yeah, we we haven't. And, uh, you know, really the amazing thing, and, and I think we're all very well aware of the uh, the rising price of rent, you know. I mean, yeah. it's 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 crazy to be able to rent even here in Colombia. Um, and so, um, you know, I, I think most of those landlords are attracted to that that high rent, you know. <laughs> and uh, and really, we hadn't have any favorable partnerships, you know. Um, obviously, um, Trent Ogilvie that runs the uh, Columbia Housing Redevelopment, he and I have a relationship, and so. Um, you know, we're able to maybe get people in that direction because they have a waiting list as well. And so that's the struggle, affordable housing. And that really is the challenge, you know, all over the country. You know, of course, you know, in Columbia is no different. That Just that affordable housing piece in order to get people into something that they can afford uh, on a on a small salary. So. Uh, that's a dilemma, I'm sure. And uh Indeed, uh, rent housing prices uh, have been rising, uh, I think, fairly steeply in this area yeah. and in the last little while. And that's a challenge to folks who uh, may have no job or a low-paying job. And uh, again, now, uh, Reverend Nelson, if people want to help out, how can they do it? Where do they go? Yes, yeah, so you can uh, help us by going to uh, CarmackChurch.org. Uh, that's our website. 
click the donate button and you can uh you can help us there um you know of course we always um have volunteer opportunities we are at capacity pretty close to um as it relates to uh as it relates to what we're doing over the week the weekend because there are teams coming in at breakfast lunch and dinner bringing taking plates to the folks there at the Richmond Inn and so uh so we got cooks we got folks lined up um but maybe uh, you want to just be a blessing and give or you want to uh, drop off a gift card that waiting list that we have we're going to try to scour through that and maybe even try to do something for those folks um we're pretty much at capacity at the hotel where we can't have any more rooms but maybe we can put a gift card in their hand maybe we can do something uh, to help those people that's on the waiting list that that alexis was just talking about before so you know however you want to help i mean you can reach out to uh, our office at 931-381-2470 that's 931-381-2470 and uh somebody answer that phone you can leave a message and we'll get back in touch with you so however you want to help but most importantly uh, keep these folks in your prayers. I think it's a reminder of uh, how blessed we are, and uh, and so we want to make sure that we uh, the pray for those who are uh, the least and uh, those who are left out. Wow, wow! What a project! What a Christmas spirit! Uh, it's just absolutely amazing. Um, all right, Clayton, I'd say yeah, we probably it's time to take a break. When we get back, I want to talk to Brother Nelson about uh, first of all what his Christmas message message to his congregation and the entire Christian community here in Columbia is this year. And then uh, there's another project, the uh, West 8th Street Project, uh, which will uh, be sort of a, a walking park illustrating black history in Columbia, as I understand it. And uh, so stay tuned. Parks Motor Sales is Middle Tennessee's home for the best GMC vehicles on the market. Visit Parks at 919 Nashville Highway and test drive truck favorites like the GMC Sierra or Canyon. Or try a popular SUV like the GMC Acadia or Terrain. Parks also has a wide variety of certified pre-owned vehicles for every need. At ParksMotorSales.com, you'll see an extensive inventory, their latest deals, and servicing options. Shop Parks Motor Sales once and you'll agree. Parks, GMC, we are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I'm a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MemsModernLandscape.com. That's MemsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Is your family looking for a new primary health care provider, or did you wake up feeling poorly? Give Northside Medical Professionals a call. We also have facial gift cards available for Christmas gifts. We have two Columbia locations to serve you on Nashville Highway and Trotwood Avenue. We have same-day walk-in spots available, and we are taking new patients. Our caring staff is ready to help you with all your health care needs. Call 540-4210 or visit northsidemedicalprofessionals.com today. back three dudes with a view wednesday before christmas edition i am dude number three delton kennedy dude number two clayton harris good morning good morning Del. good morning everybody dude number one mr jim york how are you good morning Dale. good morning everybody and regular special guest dude on wednesdays and thursdays debbie matthews how are you uh, good morning good morning everybody all right and we have a, in, uh, a friend of the station and uh Frequent guest here at WKOM, WKRM, uh, Reverend Demetrius Nelson of the Carmack Boulevard Church of Christ. And we invited him here on the Wednesday before Christmas because that's uh, Jesus is what Christmas is all about. And so that's, uh, and, and so we're delighted to have you. Good morning, Reverend Nelson. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And his daughter, Alexis uh, Nelson, is with him. She is a senior at UT Chattanooga. Good morning, Alexis. Good morning. All right, Alexis, I'm going to put you on the spot here because <laughs> I know you're sick. I mean, I remember it myself. You're a senior in college, and everybody you run into uh, says, 
What's next? <laughs> okay, so um, after I graduate, I'm planning to take a gap year and uh, work towards um, studying for the LSAT and then going to law school. And then after that, I want to work on um, becoming a civil rights attorney. All right. Good for you. Well, if there's anything I can do to help, you know, uh, one of my judges used to say that the law is a jealous mistress. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it, it's, it, it, it can be rewarding, but it's... Uh, it's hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Alexis, um, she, she's very humble, and I appreciate that that attitude. But uh, she acts as a political science major, and okay. uh, and uh, is is regular on the dean's list, um, uh, on schedule to graduate cum laude, and uh, so um, she also has been accepted into a uh, internship at the state legislature. Um, for her for her spring semester, so she'll be interning at the state legislature. Uh, one of our professors encouraged her because of her um, her academic um, progress and success to apply for that. And obviously, many folks know that that's a uh, that's an aggressive kind of challenging. Only a few people get to be a part of that. So that's what she'll be spending her spring semester in Nashville with the state legislature and. Uh, and then graduating in spring, so we're we're super proud of of Alexis. Um, my my wife and I we we're proud of her. Well, Daddy, you've got every right to be proud. <laughs> so. Congratulations, Alexis! Thank you very much. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, and I, well, first of all, let, let, let me. I don't want to monopolize here, Clayton, Debbie, Miss York. Can y'all uh, jump well, in? I jump think- in! Jump in here anywhere. Well, Columbia's always had a need for something like a room at the end. Do you mind, uh, uh, Pastor, maybe giving us how this works if someone comes in and they're a family? Because you all primarily deal with families of Columbia, correct? Sure. Yes. Yes. Okay. So if a family comes and they're in need, how long do they stay at the hotel? What do you do for them while they are at the hotel to get them to the next level can you sort of give us the process of how you all work for them yeah so um so so this is our third year of doing this and so uh, what we do is um we go to the places around town that uh, many of the homeless families gather um and of course there are families there there are mothers with four children there are individuals there are a number of people in different situations and so we have a registration process where people reach out to us and we have a director over this but uh we realize this is that that homelessness um challenge is is uh wide and it is um uh, it's a large scale process there are people who are homeless because of mental issues there are people that are homeless um because of uh, substance abuse issues there are people who are homeless because they're just a little short on on money uh, th- there are a number of reasons why people fall into homeless situations even the police uh reached out to us on last year there was a a young woman and her two kids that was involved in an abusive relationship and uh we housed them until her grandmother was able to pick her up from arkansas and take her to a safe place so there's a lot of reasons why people fall into homeless situations but what we do is uh we give uh, uh, hotel stays over those uh, uh, for 
uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Monday they they will check out. We provide meals through that uh, time. We give coats and we give shoes and we give uh, gifts and all those things. But we also give them a resource packet. One of our members works with social services in the Mount Pleasant area, so we give is probably. 10 pages of resources that they can reach out to for housing, for health care, for a number of things. And, of course, we're praying for them. So uh, we are we are under no illusion that we can solve this. But what part we can do to help and uh, be a benefit, that's what we're trying to do. It, it cost us about $20,000 to put that on over those three days. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, we do as much as we can in those times. And uh, it, it is difficult as we see the people leave. But at the same time, we're like, hey, listen. And we can do what we can, and what we can is better than doing nothing at all. And so, so we're, we're very proud of that. That's amazing. And of course, this is a Christmas project, mm-hmm. and uh, I think there is a separate project uh, also called Room at the End. I think. Yeah. So, so Room in the End is is uh, folks that, um, and a lot of times churches will open up their buildings uh, through those cold winter months, and ours is, uh, of course, all of that is taken from Luke two. <laughs> And so, uh, so our the name of our project is there is room in the end. So uh, there is room in the end. Homeless outreach, and so uh, so yeah, it, it is a Christmas project dealt. And uh, so Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the day after Christmas is uh, is when we uh, give this support and aid. That's just absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, it it really is. And folks, we used to. I mean, when I was working in the court system here. Uh, we would see people come become homeless, become homeless for uh, something as simple as a car wreck. Uh, mm-hmm. Once if the car is wrecked and they can't afford to obtain another car or can't afford to get their car fixed, uh, they can't uh, get to work. When they can't get to work. Uh, they uh, have no money and they can't pay their rent. And pretty soon they're out on the street. And uh, just just through no fault of their own, they somebody may have run a light and hit them, and then they become homeless. So it just cascading events, uh, and that are beyond people's control. And it's 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 out there, uh, and this is an amazing project to try to help them. Um, all right, anybody else want to talk about there is room at the end? All right. Well, go ahead, Mr. York. Delk, I was going to ask uh, Debbie. Debbie, you in real estate, are are there any projects that you're aware of that's trying to develop affordable housing in the, in, in the general area? You know, I, I, I don't know. I know that there were, um, of course, we have the Economic Development Board that happened on the east side uh, that when I was on the council, uh, that's uh, basically making sure that there is affordable housing where people can get a house. So that's there, I know. But when I was on the city council, there were always calls from people that needed a place. I would tend to get calls of people needing short-term places to stay. So I'm glad about both rooms at the end, or uh, there is room at the end, both of these programs going on at this time. Um, But it's not a short-term thing. And and as the pastor said, you know, the majority of people there was a study out of nashville because nashville situation is just out of control but there's a uh, there is a large substance abuse component to this in a lot of uh times other things like delk said so it's important that we support those uh uh community efforts that we have you know the hope house 
uh, Center of Hope, all of those to make sure that people get the the things that they need. Um, but you know, I don't know about the the housing situation is is uh, is hard for everyone. It's even hard right now for young people to get a home loan if they can afford one because the interest rates are so high, much higher than they used to be. Wow. Again, well, let's let's circle back to uh, Brother Nelson one more time. If people want to help, how do they do it? Yeah, so if people want to help, they can uh, they can uh, call our office, 931-381-2470, and, uh, and, and we can uh, give you guidance on how you can help. Uh, so, uh, so you can, of course, volunteer over those several days. It's going to be very cold, and so we'll need extra hands. Now, we have a volunteer portal that we've now closed because we are pretty close to capacity, but if you just want to show up and prepare a plate and go over and, uh, and serve some folks, then by all means um you can go to carmackchurch.org and you just want to give you just want to uh this is a time for generosity and giving spirit so you want to give you hit the donate button there and you can uh put uh put a blessing on there or put uh there's room in the end in the memo section we'll know that that's where you want that to go and so uh, carmackchurch.org um and uh, you can help us there. And so, uh, but most importantly, just keep in prayer of uh, these people that are, as as Delk mentioned, sometimes in a situation, no fault of their own. Um, and uh, and so we want to be a blessing to them and help them. And most importantly, just give people hope. Uh, one of the neat, one of the neat things that happened again on last year, there's a little girl who, who after Christmas break wrote to her teacher a letter and said that we went on vacation for Christmas. So excited, so happy. Wow. And she was a part of uh, of this. And her teacher was confused because she knew that she was homeless. And she said, you went on vacation? She said, yes. We went stayed at a hotel, and we ate three meals a day, and we got gifts and toys. It was just a wonderful time. And, and I just, uh, those things just, uh, just make my heart smile, just because you never realize um, the impact you're making on individuals until you hear a story like that. A young girl feels like that she was at the recent end and she went on vacation and having three meals a day is uh, is vacation for her and having a, a roof overhead. So uh, we're, we're excited about what God has uh, has allowed us to be able to do. Uh, it's just amazing, Brother Nelson. And, and folks, uh, uh, Carmack Boulevard Church Christ just continues to amaze me. Um, they've got about 250 members, is my understanding. And... Um, this this is not their only rodeo each year. They are continuously involved in these type projects to help people in various aspects of their lives, various different needs. It seems like they've got a, they, they they never quit. You know, they, one month they'll do be doing one thing, and then the next month they're doing something else. This is just their Christmas project, and uh, it, it it amazes me what they're they are able to accomplish uh and uh it's certainly uh certainly very much appreciated members of this uh columbia murray county community and the christian community uh here in in and around columbia tennessee speaking of other projects you guys also do a backpack uh at the beginning of the school year project is that correct yeah that's right yeah so um so we partner with uh, at least the five other churches and give away 2,500 backpacks filled with school supplies. Wow. And so w- when COVID happened, we ended up doing uh, 
doing drive-through locations. So we're at five schools right. in Hickman County and and in Murray County. And so yeah, that that's that's pretty incredible to see all the folks lined up. We open up most times at eight, but people are in line at six a.m. <laughs> wow! So, and so it's it's kind of this crazy backup. But then not only do we get backpacking school supplies, but then we started doing. Um, Walmart gift cards and Target gift cards and Shoe Carnival gift cards. Oh wow! Um, a, a partner with those, those back to school and so um, one one group that has been a, a huge supporter of that is the Arby's Foundation. So Arby's here in town and uh, they are the Arby's Foundation is actually uh, located in Atlanta, Georgia. But uh, last year they gave us twelve thousand dollars in order to in order to uh, put that project on and so because uh, that that project goes well into forty, fifty thousand dollars um in order to uh really uh, be a blessing to family. So yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff that God has uh, allowed us to be stewards over and so uh so we're grateful for that. Yeah, I'm a little upset with Reb because uh every year I play in that golf tournament and it looks <laughs> like he gets close to the winning line and I look at a lot of fat shots. Now a fat shot is when you hit more dirt than balls. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow he gets up there and they're running. But it's a wonderful golf tournament. I think Shaq uh, Mason helps sponsor that. And y'all do a lot of things for that, too. But it's a wonderful golf tournament y'all have every year. Yeah, thank thank you for that. Yes, yeah, Shaq is kind. The Shaq Mason Foundation. Shaq is one of our members. And so uh, he uh, sponsors is a title sponsor for that. And we give away uh, college scholarships through that effort. And so all the money that is raised through that that through that golf tournament goes to uh, help kids go to school. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I, I, not not Reverend didn't he didn't hit that many fat shots. I didn't, I didn't see. It. I got to correct that. I was thinking that he can't play golf. He can play a little bit. Well, if I if I can just say here, you know, I've I have been fed at Carmack Church of Christ, and I have visited many times. But I used to go with a woman by the name of Annie Hardison, who was a good friend. And I just want to give a shout out to her memory today because, yeah. man, Columbia was better because Miss Annie was here. That's for sure. Yes. Yes. We love we love Sister Annie. Actually, one of the scholarships we give away is uh, in her honor. Her family and uh, comes alongside every single year in order to give scholarships to kids going to school, and that is uh, that is an ongoing. That they have actually um, really money in trust for uh, specifically the Annie McGill Hardison Legacy Scholarship to be awarded every year. So I love Sister Annie, such a a great asset to the community, and so we appreciate all she means and continues to mean even even in legacy. So. All right, and she was uh, a powerful force, that's for sure. Yeah, and again, once again, for more information, and if you want to help out, go to Carmack Boulevard. Carmack, oh, yeah, all right, I'm getting everything. CarmackChurch.org. There we go. <laughs> and what time of year is that golf tournament? That is, oh, actually, Father's Day weekend. Yeah, okay. yeah, so Father's Day on that Friday every year. Yeah. There you go, folks. All right, we're going to take another break, and we're going to get around to those topics I was talking about, the West 8th Street Project, and... Uh, Brother Nelson's message to us at, at Christmas. So let's uh, let's take a break and come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. 
so you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Guess what, Mr. Tillis? Not too long ago, you were saying it was too early to start Christmas shopping. But now is the perfect time, and we've been working on finding a great collection of jewelry for everyone, from vintage, modern, and custom designs. What about engagement rings for a Christmas or New Year's proposal? Ah, yes. We have both vintage and modern styles, all unique to show the perfect symbol of love. Tillis Jewelry, serving you in two locations, downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater and make zero payments for 12 months. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. Crimson and white jerseys. Front court to the rack and the flood. The sound of a buzzer beater. Got it to go as the buzzer sounds. The roll tide chant from the crowd. Three. Got it. And he's fouled. It can only be Alabama basketball. Join the Alabama Crimson Tide right here. On your home for Alabama basketball. The Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Celebrate the new year at the Center of Hope Mule Drop on Murray County Square. The mule drops at midnight to the roar and bang of fireworks and confetti cannons. Before the drop, toast will be held at 9, 10, and 11 p.m. Email your New Year's wishes or your good riddance 2022 to csims at org. That's csims at centerofhopetn.org. The best will be read at the hourly toast. It all begins with family-friendly time at the Kids Zone and Petting Zoo from 6 to 10 p.m. This event is free. Center of Hope helps victims of violence, rape, and stalking. For more information or to donate, go to centerofhopetn.org. Live entertainment includes Rubik's Groove, Kith and Ken, Cade and Big Zoe, Addison Ennis, with a grand finale by Chief Smiley Ricks and the C-Town Specials. Thank you to our sponsors, Baxter Family Management, Foster Insurance, Family Advantage Credit Union, Experience Murray, and many others for making this all possible. 
right, we're back. Three minutes with a view, Wednesday before Christmas edition, and we are happy and talking about some wonderful things here. My name's Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How's it going, man? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Radio special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. What's going on? Good morning. So glad to be here. All right. We have got a couple of very special guests. Uh, first of all, the uh, Reverend Demetrius Nelson of the Carmack Boulevard Church of Christ right here in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. Good morning, Brother Nelson. Good morning. Good morning. All right. And he has with him uh, of a daughter, a daughter with, of who he is righteously proud, uh, Alexis Nelson. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Good morning. All right. She's a senior at UT Chattanooga and uh, off to do some amazing things, I think. And that's good because I'm, I'm too old to do any more amazing <laughs> things. <laughs> and uh, anyway, let's, let's uh, right at the end, maybe we'll get around to the West 7th Street, I mean, West 8th Street project. And an exciting project is sort of a, a, a streetscape, if you will. Uh, you would have a roundabout at South Main and 8th, which would contain perhaps some kiosks. Uh, to, depicting Black history in Columbia, and then of course you go down. No, yeah, you go down East Eighth Street. Excuse me, East Eighth Street, and that's the historic uh, Black business district of Columbia. And there would be various, perhaps, kiosks down through there to uh, illustrate the history of that area in our community, and then on down to uh, the the big um, vacant lot across from the Stockyard Inn down there on East 8th where there would be a, a park again with I think various exhibits to uh, related to black history in Columbia I, I first saw this project unveil about oh I guess six weeks ago it's exciting and it will round out you know over on East 6th Street we've uh, spruced up renovated that kind of thing uh, of course up and down West 7th uh, so much renovation and improvements have gone on and now this would take uh, improvements to the East 8th Street area and also very importantly uh, memorialize uh, our black community uh, here in Columbia, Tennessee but first uh, and w- Brother Nelson just what what are, you, what are you telling your congregation here at Christmas? What's your message? Yeah, so our um, our sermon series for this month, always preaching series, has been a Christmas list, reordering our priorities, and so it's the idea of that. Don't let Christmas be such a busy, hectic time that you forget what's important. And you mentioned just a few minutes, Delk, is that. The entire reason why we celebrate Christmas is the birth of Christ. That That's really what Christmas is all about. You know, it's obviously been turned into gift giving and receiving and all these other things. But you cannot miss the fact that it is about Christ and he is the reason for the season. And so uh, we want to make sure that we center our congregation on that fact that, listen, um, there are things that are more important than gifts. There are more important things than parties and social events that, you know, really at the heart of what it is, we have to keep our priorities in line. And so, and obviously, as we've talked about for the majority of the show, there's room in the end is a way to intentionally put in front of our folks that one of at the heart of who Christ is, is he came to serve. 
He came to help others. And so, um, so we, instead of, uh, of doing things that's kind of in reach and, and, you know, satisfying us, that we reach outside the walls and help those who are less fortunate because we believe that uh, Christ would be uh, would be doing those very same things. He says as much in Matthew 25 and talks about that you were you were homeless, you were in prison, you, you are in these situations and uh, and you helped me and people didn't understand. He said, if you've done to the least of these, you did to me. So. Wow. Mr. York, Debbie, Clayton. A, a great message, Reverend, to bring, like you say, to bring bring back uh, the the center point of what we're here for as human beings in general. You know, not just during the Christmas season, but every day of our lives ought to be centered on the spiritual nature of God. You know, mm-hmm. so so that's a great message. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, and for those, of course, Reverend Nelson is is a fantastic. Uh, preacher in the pulpit i can tell you and uh, yes. <clears throat> yeah he and he, you can hear him i believe it's it, is it at 9 a.m on sunday morning 9 30 9 30 on mm-hmm. sunday morning on um uh, on uh our sister station wkrm fm 103.7 uh mary susan and i left listen to uh brother nelson every every sunday and uh and of course you can attend which mary susan and i have done uh attend the carmack boulevard church christ and hear him speak he's a very powerful uh uh, carries the the word of the bible in a very powerful and compelling way uh so well there's not a sunday that doesn't pass that there is not just people pouring out of that church i mean i think you're going to have to have a new parking lot or something, Reverend. <laughs> you just don't have enough space. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're grateful for the, the folks that call Carmack home and, uh, you know, both online and in person, obviously, because that that's where we are now to where we, we literally have people all over the country that join us from Indianapolis and Pittsburgh and so on and so forth and really have connected with us and uh, help and support our ministry efforts and uh, our own uh, online on Sundays and, of course, Bible studies throughout the week. We have a Friday prayer call every 8 a.m. on every Friday morning. So a lot of stuff going on. And let me tell you this, because the the service does change. The time changes on this coming Sunday. So if anybody's listening and you plan to be with us in person on this coming Sunday, on Christmas Sunday, worship will begin at 10 a.m. Normally it's 11 a.m., but it's going to begin at 10 a.m. And obviously a part of that is to accommodate for those who are serving early. And so there'll be a group of 10 or 15 people that will show up at 6:30 uh to prepare breakfast and then and then they'll be taking it to the hotel and then we'll have worship at 10 and then there'll be another group that comes in at about 11 30 or somewhere about there and prepares a meal to take over to the uh the hotel at uh for lunch and so and when i'm saying lunch i'm talking about a real christmas lunch like turkey and dressing and ham and macaroni and cheese and sweet potatoes i mean it's 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 the real deal and so that will all be going over to all these 90 some odd folks uh, these 40 44 families and uh and so uh so we're accommodating so we're serving in the morning and we're worshiping together then we're serving again and then even that night there'll be another meal that goes over to the folks so 
It's oh, going to wow. be a busy Christmas day. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just wow. Yeah. Uh, absolutely amazing. All right. Let's talk real quick about the West. Uh, no, it's East 8th Street Project. I think it's a, a called the Peace and Justice Initiative. Is that it? Yeah. Columbia Peace and Justice Initiative, CPJI. And um, so for short, and uh, that is um, several of us. Trent Ogilvie is our president. And uh, really, this idea and vision. Uh, that he had in order to uh, to really memorialize I- events that happened around that East Eighth area downtown in the forties, and so uh, primarily, so, primarily what's known as the race riots of nineteen forty six. That's right. That's right. And so, uh, but uh, there has been great progress made. Um, of course, uh, Delk mentioned that we hosted um, a legacy luncheon uh, honoring Dr. Krista Martin, and uh, and from that we honored her. But not only we raised money in order to put this uh, to put some efforts behind this project. So uh, I was just uh, texting Dr. Martin to get the figure straight. Um, uh, it's interesting because the city has received a grant for uh, six hundred thirty thousand dollars in order to do a sidewalk project. And so that's going to be key as it relates to that East Eighth area. So there's some funding. So I, I say that because there's a lot of there's a lot of momentum behind what's happening. And so I, I think very soon uh, you'll be seeing some things start to happen. As you mentioned, Delk, a roundabout is planned there. And so um, you know there has been some renditions done, and, and there is uh, somebody that. We have hired uh, Columbia Peace and Just Initiative um, to do uh, uh, drawings and, and kind of ideas in order to share with the city so somehow we can partner together, and, and those work as a partnership. So uh, so the city supporting and, and as well as uh, Columbia Peace and Justice. So just a beautiful relationship uh, in order to really um, – really memorialize and uh, really appreciate those who came before us and uh, and really make a statement that will last uh, generations. So. Yeah, and then make that area of town more attractive and in- right. interesting and and uh and there's a there's a renovation long overdue down East 8th and um mm-hmm. and uh I wish you know I'm not sure what role it'll take it would be awesome if if black businesses could could relocate in there. I, I don't know you know what the economics of that might be but uh certainly though we can try to give it a leg up and folks the civil rights or the race riots of the 46 uh were seen uh, uh we, we didn't talk about it much in columbia for a long time and now those events of course Thur- thurgood marshall came here to columbia and was involved in some of the litigation surrounding those events and now we are beginning to see uh, those events as sort of the beginning, the spark of the modern civil rights movement, and uh, you know, I, I think it's time, and we're ready to uh, embrace those events uh, for the significance that they represent, and that they uh, started us on a national journey uh, that uh, is still ongoing. Uh, yeah, that's right, and, and what a powerful statement for Columbia to. Uh, to be the one, the catalyst uh, for the civil rights. That's something to be hugely proud of. Yeah. That uh, that that our city was, uh, you know, integral part of the civil rights movement and helping people um, gain their independence and uh, humanity. And so, uh, so I, I think it's a wonderful story to be told, and, and everybody should be excited about that to help uh, further this pro- project. And uh, 
and and be a blessing to our community. It, it's time to celebrate it and um, and and embrace embrace it and celebrate it, memorialize it, make it a part of our community. Uh, it's time. Uh, all right, Mr. York, Clayton, Debbie. Well, congratulations, Reverend Hope. I'm glad your project is successful, and and you know, keep doing the work of Jesus Christ. Uh, moving people into a place where we live peacefully together and help each other. Yes, sir. Thank you. And keep up the good golf tournament, right, Mr. York? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to win next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dr. Martin also want me to remind everybody that yeah, the city is doing a lot, that uh, there's $1.3 million uh, allocated for the uh, Iron Bridge Road, uh, one-lane bridge, and so that, that project is actually already you know ready to go and ready to move forward and so there's a lot of exciting things happening in the city of columbia and so uh i'm, I'm grateful that we got a front row seat to see a lot of uh, a lot of wonderful things happening reverend demetrius nelson alexis nelson merry christmas thank you for joining us yes um and come back often <laughs> well merry christmas to you all <laughs> all right merry folks. christmas to you we'll be back tomorrow we're going to talk about um we're just going to have all the folks who work here sort of just come in and talk about what they're going to do at Christmas, what uh, what the Chris, what Christmas means to them, uh, the things we've done in the past year, and uh, you know, just a little little Christmas party right here. Yeah, maybe some thoughts of what's going to happen next year. Yeah. All right. No more screaming. Uh, the screaming, shouting politics are over <laughs> until Christmas. Uh, we'll, probably, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get back to it on Monday. Well, yeah, we'll get, no, right Tuesday. 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 We'll get back to it on Tuesday. Right. Have a happy Merry Christmas, everybody. See you, folks. See you all tomorrow. See you tomorrow.